0: The
1: Potential Podcast!
0: Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Taylor Sokol, and joined by my co-host and fellow hitman, Chris Doer, Today's episode we are reviewing the black comedy crime drama thriller Barry television series created by Alec Burt and Bill Hader and we're reviewing latest season three. Now I was really excited to review this because Chris told me hey you gotta watch the show Barry third season coming out binge it. I did huge fan of this and of course you know, it's a very interesting show because it, it's got this these elements of the comedy, but dark comedy. But it gets dark, and the dark humor was ramping up. Uh, Chris, uh, we're going to be you know talking a lot about here. So just you know, fair warning uh, for those of you who uh, want to watch this and listen to this review, we will be giving some spoilers. Spoiler warning. So fair warning. Uh, If you haven't watched one through two or three, go back and watch them all. Chris, give us a little brief synopsis of uh, season three, kind of where we left off in season two. It's kind of a cliffhanger there.
1: Well, yeah, this show has continued to always have some kind of cliffhanger because ultimately Barry being this hit man who, you know, wants to get out is is, the ultimate premise of the show is Barry being this ex-Marine who... Is a hitman, but he's kind of finding that he wants to get out of that game and discovering acting and wanting to be an actor. You know, it's it's such an interesting, hilarious premise because when you think of Bill Hader, you think I can't see Bill Hader being this like ultimate badass, but then having the comedic angle of oh, he wants to strive for something else. Well, his relationship with Gene Cusino, uh, you know, being an acting teacher, and how all season one ended up with eventually him having to uh, kill Janice, which was a big like uh, you know wow moment well, we've the big kind of cliffhanger at the end of season two is kushino being told that barry is the one who killed janice uh, because a lot of season two was was barry trying to find ways to make it so that it, you know it wasn't known that it was him so now we're left with this great pinning point for season three of well is Kusino going to be like, okay with information? You know, it's like, that's a pretty big deal when you, you think you can trust someone. And I feel like a big arc of season three was the Kusino Berry story is it felt like a lot of times, you know, early on in the season, at some point, uh, he, he takes Kusuno out to basically kill him because he's like, he has this information. I can't let him live. He does let him live, but he's like, how do I find a way to, Make this okay, and he's kind of like you know maybe if I can get him a job and get him back into Hollywood, maybe he'll forgive me. Maybe he'll find a a, a way to be like it's okay because you know kusuno has been this acting teacher for a long time, and clearly in the in this season, I love how much they kind of bring up that he's burnt a lot of bridges because he yeah, gets angry Kusino, a lot.
0: Yeah, I think more that <laughs> Kusuno was you had this idea that he wasn't really he was always thought he's big he's bigger than his britches you know too big for his britches, and this one really showed that he really. Uh, pissed off the wrong people (laughs) so he really often
1: yeah
0: oh yeah and so it's kind of his chickens come to roost so it's really you know not only barry's continually trying to figure out himself he's trying to kusno's coming to grips with himself and henry winkler does such a great job with this there's there's this is the the best of him so far in the series was this season
1: well especially this season it's so tough for him because he is he feels like he he it's like he's trapped by Barry because Barry does let him live Uh, but because he has this information it's like if he tells the wrong person that what he knows Barry will come after him and kill him and he does know that Barry is capable of doing this at any point Um, but then there's like these creepy moments where like you know at one point Gene escapes at one point and he thinks he's going to get away and he comes back and he goes to his son's house and Barry's like in the house he's like I love you Mr. Cousineau and you just see It's that weird, like, uh, what's that condition when um, you, uh, what's that thing when you you, you fall in love with your kidnapper kind of thing? Oh, um, Stockholm Syndrome. It's like Stockholm Syndrome, but in reverse. It's not like what Gene is like, you know, in love with Barry, but Barry is almost like, maybe if I give him a job and and give him love, he'll trust me. And so I think that was a very dark storyline because, you know, a lot of Barry and Gene has been Gene seeing this thing in Barry that no one had seen before, this ability of talent to tell his story. And when that, that actually becomes a great focal point of season three is when he does eventually get a job, this whole story of, oh, Gene Kusuno is the guy that gives Marines a second chance. And so like it's almost like now he can't turn away from that because he's getting all these offers. He has people that are like, talking to him that I haven't talked to him in years uh there's a great cameo of uh joe Mangello, right is uh yeah and he's like i'm actually taking away my restraining order from you uh come over and have dinner with me and so like you're seeing gene now is actually dealing with this whole like which is a big theme nowadays a lot of these actors it's like a re-renaissance for him yeah it is awesome he's back in the limelight he's, he's back been blacklisted
0: top. for so long so
1: so i love that they're kind of playing up like. In the darkest moments, in what he knows, but it's like, yeah, but the cost the ge- of the genocide, genocide. You know? So that that storyline is going on, which I thought was uh, was hilarious to kind of see uh, the darker side of that. And then you have Sally, of course, Barry's girlfriend, uh, who finally got like her big break, and she's been writing on this show. And I think a lot of her this season was again dark because there's a whole scene where when Barry he wants Sally to find a way to get Gene onto the show. She, he thinks that, oh, Sally, knowing that she's big now and, and knows people. And we do see that fame has gone to her head a little bit. She definitely talks down to like her friend. She kind of expects a lot of things happening. She has this whole expectation of Hollywood at this point. When Barry comes in and demands a, a job, he is like, violent and like very aggressive but and she's for some reason,
0: she's oblivious to this whole thing because she's in her own little world and now like her co-stars
1: being like you know barry's a bad boyfriend he's abusive and she's kind of waking up that oh this guy is and maybe we should break up uh which was an interesting angle and then you have you know one of our favorite characters ever no ho hank anthony <laughs> kerrigan um you know, we got, we've got we had this whole war of the Chechens and the Bolivians. And I love that we get more of a flair that he actually has started a relationship with Cristobal, uh, with Cristobal <laughs> uh, which I thought was great because it's like these two, these two, you know, gangs, if you will, or, you know, whatever you want to call it, have been really at war. But there's like this Romeo and Juliet uh, kind of style going on between the two of them. And then we get, like, the true head of the Bolivians actually comes to America to, like, figure out what the hell is going on. And you see the crystal ball is, like, in fear of these guys. And so I thought, <laughs> it was kind of funny, I remember that scene, um, the two little girls have the lemonade stand, and then, like, eight, like, <laughs> giant, Command- if you show up, yeah, you know? Those
0: commandos come out, and, like, oh, okay. And it's like,
1: what? Um, yeah, so I thought that was great. Um, but no, Hank, man, what a journey he goes on, because... At one point he, he's, you know, this season was a lot more of him not dealing with the Barry story. It was him and Cristobal, um, you know, we have that. <laughs> I thought for the, for, again, the writing of the show is where it's like they can play the dark element with a lot of great humor. There was the moment where Barry had to try to put a bomb in the Bolivian's house. <laughs>
0: And, he's and it like was on, some kind of like he's on like an app with Apple Genius, and he's like is your bomb loaded? Just this whole. Has way. your
1: bomb detonated yet? No. Are you on the Wi-Fi? No. Turn on the Wi-Fi, then turn off the Wi-Fi, and try it again. <laughs> it was like it's like, what world will you be in where you could buy a bomb like that and use it? But it was just so funny. um And you do think that Cristobal didn't survive, but he did. But then at some point, Noho Hank is you know shot with a, a dart and taken to some creepy prison and oh, there was this great you know, this what, scene with the whatever it is was
0: you know some sort of you have this where he's like panther leopard one of the scary lion. scenes you hear all these noises of just people being brutally attacked and no just his his facial acting was just like intense and he already has pretty intense eyes so it was just like whoa and because Crystal Ball's wife, we find out she's like you know captured him, tortured him. It's like almost this scene is like a Scarface kind of thing where he goes and he's like trying to take down and save Crystal Ball, which he does. But it's like they they do they get away with it. You know what happens? It's it's a very intense scene um, later on. And of course, one of our other characters, you know, early in the season, he's going through his kind of own journey. Uh, we have Fuchs, uh, yes, <laughs> Steven Root. Steven Root. Oh, oh my gosh, so he's good. just such a great he's just this one of these characters just rambles on he just gets out of these jams for some reason but he has he's felt slighted by barry because you know he he went off and the the chechens like kind of hide him away to kind of use him as like oh he can pull the pin on him as like the fall guy and he becomes the raven which is this whole you know hilarious thing where he's this like enforcer hitman and they're like the, the cops are idiots in this thing and so, but he then like, oh, Barry doesn't need me. And this, and he feels like, oh, I've been slighted. Like he's ungrateful for everything. So he turns on, um, basically turns all these people onto Barry that, oh, he killed like all these victims or these people that even if they weren't affected directly uh, by Barry's, you know, hitman uh, tendencies, you know. So now he's like, oh, I'm just gonna take everything and, and take Barry out by these people. And it's just kind of interesting because then throughout the series, then we, this season, Barry just one scrape after another. I don't know how he just he ends up getting out of it. But it's very interesting that he is a hitman, but he's a very low rent where it's like he's good, but not that great. He doesn't see a lot of these things coming. And he's kind of just like out of the skin of his teeth. Like, I don't know how he survives it. And we, like one of my favorite shots of this is this great uh, bike chase, uh, motorbike chase. And there's no no music. No
1: music, no sound. Uh, yeah, seven ten north, which um, I have driven on. Uh, yeah, this I, it was great that now we're seeing uh, multiple new enemies or threats to Barry because of Fuchs. Uh, you know, being this fake investigator who's going around and uh, you know, I think I know who killed your daughter. I know who killed your your brother, etc. And yeah, this bike gang chasing Barry down, and he's trying to get to the wife of Chris, his old Marine partner that he killed in season one. And just this great chase where he has these cannolis and oh my gosh, the action was so intense and him going from like car to bike. Uh, the one bike just like completely being knocked out. Uh, and then eventually again to into this dealership and you see like one of the last assassins kind of goes up on the roof and like he shoots it down. And then eventually all these people are like, oh my God, what happened? And he just casually walks off like nothing happened. But it did lead to Chris's wife, poisons him and which was a shocking like that was episode six and it was like oh gosh what's gonna happen and i love that we went to this kind of surreal dream-like state where barry's clearly like kind of half alive half dead and he's starting to see all the people he's killed in the past all the people he's ever killed are like on this beach and it's a very like this is clear like his is like he's almost seeing the light
0: it's a really tense moment this existential like yeah he's basically like it you know whoa i see my future where I'm headed, and it's not pretty he sees
1: yeah he sees sally and gene there yes, too in that, his which dream. is very
0: interesting like what does this mean
1: so it's like is this going to end with him having to kill everyone that's ever connected to him and then he kills himself who knows and there was a guy that uh obviously was tipped off this was you know buried killed uh his son and we think that he's going to kill Barry and then it was just a shot where he wakes up in the dream state and the guy's in the car dead with a bullet in his head and then Barry's been taken out of the hospital so you're like did he come to kill that guy like just insanity so and another great character that was on the hunt from this whole season that Phoebe's got in touch with was Janice's father uh, and you see a little bit of connection with him talking to Kusuno and so yeah it ultimately leads to what you think is gonna be this this little moment of, oh, Cousineau and Barry are gonna take out Janice's father because he obviously is on the chase and knows too much. No, the opposite. Cousineau, he's a little bit of that acting and he actually does have some talent. Uh, Barry comes to the house and he's about to take out Jim and then a bunch of cops swarm in. And so season three is left off with him actually for once. Being taken in by the cops and he's arrested, and that's how it left off. And just, there's this little moment too where it wasn't like a, a "I got you," but this kind of slow smirk that Cousino kind of just has a little bit like a you know "I, I got you." And so to me, I'm like, I can't see the show going on forever, but I can see them being like, maybe let's do one more season. And does Barry make it out of jail? Does he go to jail? gets tried and that's it or is there gonna be something that's going to be a grand plan i do think no hank and Cristobal are going to have some potential dealing with getting him out but i did like that they had you know a big part of this too was that it was the, the, the fellow marine of his that was shot in the face and we see that all all these you know uh, uh flashbacks, flashbacks. Mm-hmm. then season one that even he was now a detective on the hunt And he kind of sees how, you know, he sees the stepping points of a Marine who went through all that trauma in the war and then being used as a weapon to take out people. It's like, you know, Barry's not a bad guy. He's just a bad guy. You know, he used to use a Wreck-It Ralph line. So that was some great acting too. You know, the kind of big climatic scene before the very end scene was that same place with the tree, Barry's, burying a body, and then the Which cop is interesting. shows up.
0: It's an interesting moment because he's like, this has to stop. He like, he's like, he got a gun over him. I'm like, this has to stop. So you're thinking, okay, this is the moment. And then, of course, it leads into when he's captured. So it's really interesting where they where place that. And before that, we have this really intense scene where, you know, this whole thing where...
1: Oh, you know, my gosh, yeah, that's Sal- right.
0: Sally, you know, breaks up with him. And then, you know, because she loses her show and she's like she basically is cancelled because of Darcy uh her old assistant she you know, yells a little too much and yeah she gets catches a yeah. video so then you know Barry is like oh you know I can I can scare her you know I can do all this you know and she's all like you're freaking me out and then she calls him like I need you to help me mess with him and he's like you know you don't want to do this and then one of these other guys comes in knocks out Barry and then starts attacking and one of those brutally intense moments where Sally I thought she reads, was gonna be choked we don't think right she's there, gonna make to death. it. Yeah. And of course, from her past of being uh, abused and whatnot, then she takes him out. So it's a really interesting moment where she has to bury like this intense, you don't see him, it's just tense, And he's like, uh, I did this, I did this. Like, you weren't here. And then, you know, she goes away and they're they're good. But then you see her fly, fly off. Is she going back to Joplin? What's going on? Is she, you know, so it's interesting where we leave off all of our characters.
1: Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of webs, you know, with different things going off all of our main characters and and, you know, Fuchs also is is, you know, in prison and or, you know, he's, he's under interrogations. So there's a lot of stuff going on. So I'm like, I could see them kind of leading to a final big season four where they kind of finish everything off. Or maybe there's enough of season four that would lead to a fifth and final season. But this season just went really dark. I mean, this show has always had a dark sense of, of humor. And it's been dark, but this definitely was the darkest season yet. And again, just the acting so good. And I love that this show, for even though it is a dark comedy, when they do action and stunts, they really take it seriously. They do it very hardcore. And it does up out that ante that these are assassins, these are you know, hitmen, they are gangsters or whatever you want to call them. They're all definitely top-notch what they do, and so it does get very intense, really. Like at any moment, someone could die. So again, with the writing, the acting led by Bill Hader, the this, this show is so good and I, I can't wait to see what they do next. So to me, it's like a, you know, a solid nine out of 10 for Barry season
0: three. 100%. And uh, definitely another, another shout out to Hader, uh, all his performances this season and how disheveled he looked with that beard and scruff. But uh, the season and series continues to get better and hope you all enjoyed it too. Tell us your thoughts. And now uh, you can watch all three Seasons of Barry on HBO Max, streaming now. And that was this edition of Potential Picks.
1: Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast, or on Twitter at The Potential
0: Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more
1: episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.